DigitalMarketingRadio.com. Flying solo with David Bain. David Bain. Hey, and welcome to episode 81 of Digital Marketing Radio. Now, this episode is going to be slightly different in that I don't have a guest on today. Now, to be honest, I was going to intending on uh, recording a few more episodes like this, um, but we've reached 81 already, and um, this is actually the first solo episode that I'm going to do. So um, I've chosen to make this one a solo one for a few reasons. Um, firstly, it's the festive period, you know, it's um, nearly Christmas as I'm recording this, so um, this is released on the, the 22nd of December, and um over this period, over the next couple of weeks, um, I'm not going to be publishing any interviews. I'm going to take a couple of weeks um, break, you know, because um, I'm sure all of you don't particularly want to be studying every day, um, studying different digital marketing techniques um, over that period. So um, I think it's fair and appropriate to take that couple of week break and um, I'll be back um, certainly just um, towards the beginning of January. In fact, um, I'm on the 6th of January. Now, those eagle-eyed listeners will actually know that the 6th of January is actually a Tuesday. And um, that's um, one other thing that I'm going to share with you. I'm actually going to be cutting down the quantity of of interviews that I published on Digital Marketing Radio. Um, what I want to do is I want to focus on a few other activities as well as Digital Marketing Radio. I really enjoy doing the interviews, but of course I want to make sure that I hopefully maintain um, that quality that I want to set for myself. Um, but I also want to focus on a couple of different projects. And what I hope to do in the future, over the next uh, month or so, is introduce videos and perhaps even live interviews um, published via Google Hangouts, Google Plus Hangouts on air, um, and um, embedding that in digitalmarketingradio.com. But I'll tell you more about that um, a little bit nearer the time. But um, So I'm going to have the podcast, I'm going to have the video. It's still obviously going to be published as an app in the iTunes App Store. So published in lots of different places. And I'm also going to keep you a little bit more informed of of things as they happen via a newsletter as well. So I'm going to um, ask you to sign up if you wouldn't mind to um, my newsletter at digitalmarketingradio.com. Um, just pop your name and email address in there. And um, what I'll do is I'll send you regular updates when I actually publish new episodes and obviously have a new live episode as well. So make you aware and invite you along when that happens. But um, what would I like to focus on today? Well, today I'm going to be talking about five content marketing predictions for 2015. Because I've doing I've been doing a little bit of research in different blogs and websites out there. And obviously, it's the time of year when loads of people are writing things in terms of predictions for 2015. And um, a lot of them perhaps aren't quite so relevant for the, the kind of activities that I believe um, I would want to focus on. And I would like to share five tips for 2015, five predictions for 2015 that I think are areas that are more worthwhile to focus on. So hopefully you'll find them useful. 
But just another little piece of housekeeping, first of all, and I'll, I'll tell you about um, a post, a, a page, in fact, that I've just published on digitalmarketingradio.com because a, a few people were asking me, what what kinds of tools, tools and services do I use in digital marketing radio? Um, so things like website hosting. So what I've done is I've made a post uh, on digitalmarketingradio.com slash tools. Um, you can either go there directly or just go to the website digitalmarketingradio.com and click on tools and services and then you can see um, the five key tools and services that I use to power digital marketing radio. So um, as I mentioned um, the first one is actually website hosting because in this day and age it's essential to have a fast reliable WordPress friendly hosts. Um, so I've got a great one of them to recommend to you. So um, if, if you just go to that post, you'll, you, you'll see exactly who I'm talking about there and the, um, the, the pros for selecting a decent host there. Number two, a website coding framework. So it's not necessarily enough nowadays for you just to have a theme for your WordPress. You actually need to have a coding framework that um, delivers WordPress in a fast, efficient manner, and is, of course, as friendly as possible for search engines. Um, So that's the coding framework there, number two. Number three, I talk about um, the WordPress child theme that I I use on digitalmarketingradio.com. So a child theme is works in conjunction with another theme, but it actually lets you provide the look and feel that you want on your website. So child themes work with theme frameworks. Um, so I talk about I talk about that there in point three. Point four is a quality dynamic microphone. Now hopefully you're satisfied with the audio quality of this podcast, the, the audio that you're hearing now, because um I've 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 decided to get a really decent microphone um to publish this podcast with and, and hopefully um you feel that it's really worthwhile as a listener, and that you're you're comfortable listening to it for a fairly lengthy period of time, because I know myself that I've published podcasts in the past from just a little microphone, and um, other podcasts that I listen to even now are good quality content, but not great quality audio, and I, I know that can switch people off. Um, so it's important to have a decent quality microphone. That's point four, and point five. I actually record into an external digital recorder. I don't record directly into my computer. Now, there are a few reasons behind that. Firstly, if you're actually running lots of different software programs on your computer, you can actually get some sound from that that end up going into another piece of software that records your audio. So it can interfere um, with the quality of the audio that you get if you record directly on your computer. And of course, um, if you record on your computer, your computer is more likely to be just a little bit unreliable. What happens if you lose internet connection? What happens if your program that you're recording on crashes? Um, and you know, you're, you're recording a really important interview at the time. You don't want that, that to happen. Uh, if you have an external audio recorder, um, then that can make it much more likely um, that your audio is going to be decent quality, but more importantly, safe as well. So that's point number five. And um, I've listed all the items, all the tools and services that I use in that post there. So just go to digitalmarketingradio.com slash tools or, or click on the tools and services link at the top of the website. But um, let's move on to the, the main 
area that I wanted to talk about here. And that was five content marketing predictions for 2015. Um, so what I've done here is I've um, had a great search um, online and I've picked out four points from other people and one point from myself um, that I'd like to share with you. Um, and starting off with number one, customer experiences will define content creation. Now that's from a lady called Melissa Breaker. And um, I'll give you links to the, the original sources um, just within the show notes themselves. But she's co-founder of, Strat of Content Strategy Inc. And um, Melissa says that we will see content as an experience. She says that we need to think past silo-based content and use customer journeys to determine how content can create different experiences. So that's a relevant prediction for content marketing. It's also a great piece of advice. Because what you can do there is you can look into your Google Analytics, for example, or your own search traffic on your own site, um, or other metrics out there to actually see what people are searching for and create content just for them. Customer experiences will define content creation. In other words, if people are typing into your search box, um, what is the telephone number? How do I log into this? How do I buy this? Those search queries, those experiences that people have when they interact in your website are impacting how they actually feel about your website and um, how they feel about your brand. So if they're not getting what they want, they'll search for it. So you need to pick up on those search queries and deliver a better experience on your website. Number two prediction, more videos than ever. That comes from David Wells. He's founder of InboundNow.com. So David says that more and more companies will start creating so-called explainer videos and giving them prominent roles in user experience tactics. So perhaps it's not that tricky to predict that um, the use of video is just going to grow and grow because it has done over the last few years. But Ask yourself the question, um, what are your competitors doing? How are they actually explaining every one of your frequently asked questions, for example, um, to their customers? Um, and can you actually do that in a more effective way? Can you perhaps create videos to answer the questions that are most regularly asked on your website by your customers. It's getting easier and easier to produce a decent quality video. You can get, just get a decent microphone like this and record a screencast video to actually cover the important FAQs that uh, people ask about your business. Now, remember, people aren't like you necessarily. You might prefer just to read what is said on a website, but perhaps a customer uh, prefers to just listen to someone talking. Perhaps a customer would trust you and your business a little bit more if they could actually hear you talking and explaining answers to things hearing that personality behind your brand so if you haven't got video on your site already um, start out by producing little videos to actually answer those frequently asked questions on your site so number three Real-time content will become more important in 2015. So that's from Helen Musser. She's Vice President of Global Marketing at Vibrant. And Helen says that is about being able to align content to things that have just happened 
and not just have an editorial calendar set up. She says that um, she thinks that there will be a focus on news that breaks and is topical. So have a think about that. Um, How are you producing content at the moment? Most websites or most blogs probably just sit down and decide to write content on the day. So that's that, that, that's option one, and that's probably the least efficient way to produce content. Number two, you know, slightly improved, is by sketching out a content plan and deciding to produce uh, a piece of content twice a week and have a plan of precisely what you're going to write ahead of time. But perhaps a more evolved uh, version of that is to have a content calendar, yes, but perhaps have an ability to augment that with what's happening live. Um, so have an ability intellectually to to write that internally within your company. I'm sure you can do that. Uh, but then have that ability to analyse when it's appropriate to do that. You know, is there a news item that you can actually piggyback on and add some value to and perhaps produce a, a blog post or, or page in your site that really uh, evolves the discussion, gives your opinion and increases your authority as a thought leader within your industry. And if you can do that, you're much more likely to get views uh, to that web page because, of course, that content is timely. It's relevant at that particular moment of time. So number three, real-time content will become more important in 2014. So number four, and that's Google will continue to remove tools and cut back on analytics. So that's from Deborah Mastaller. Now, she's president and owner of alliance-link.com. And remember, all these links are just going to be in the show notes. So um, just check that out in digitalmarketingradio.com. So she's essentially saying there that you shouldn't completely trust all these third-party tools for all the information that you require. Um, As much as possible... What you should be doing is gathering information yourself. Um, You've got the opportunity um, through email marketing simply to collect names and email addresses. But um, keep on asking yourself, well, is there another CRM that you could possibly use, a customer relationship management system? What do you know about your customers? What more could you find out about your leads? Because this kind of information that is available through Google Analytics at the moment um, there's a little bit of keyword data and there's obviously a lot of other visitor data, but how much is that of that is going to be available to you in the future? And what would you do if that information suddenly disappeared? So don't be too reliant um, on these third party pieces of software um, on information that comes from other systems. So try and build your own database, uh, increase your own knowledge uh, because that list that you have and the relationship that you have with them is absolutely key to your future business success. And um, so that moves us on to point number five. So point number five um, is a thought that I'd like to leave you with, and that's uh, that's mine. Um, and that is in 2015, progressive small businesses will start to be their own media production house and start their own show. And larger businesses will begin to purchase the best of those shows. So if you're a small business owner, one of the the most important leverage points that you've got over larger larger businesses is the fact 
that you've got a personality that can add content, that you can add your opinion quickly and effectively without going through some kind of approval process. It's very scary for for big organisations now to actually make the decision of doing things like starting their own show. Um, Generally, big companies have to go through some kind of legal approval process and they find it very difficult to produce content, you know, in a timely, quick manner. So that's one great advantage that you've got as a small business owner. So that's your personality. And to take advantage of that, you've got to be willing to to raise your head above the parapet and show your personality, show your face. Let your potential customers hear your voice. And if you're willing to do that, then of course, people like people like themselves. Your potential customers will perhaps relate to you a little bit more. They'll understand that you're not just a brand. They can hear you. And then you've got the advantage over the big guys because you've got that relationship with your potential customers and then people are more likely to buy from you. I mentioned, of course, that um, I reckon that as well, in the future, larger businesses will slowly believe the fact that actually they've got to produce content that's personality-driven And we'll see all these small businesses that produce these great shows and these shows are starting to rank for keyword phrases and bring in lots of traffic and listeners and and viewers. And ultimately, probably in the next 6, 9, 12 months or so, these big businesses are going to recognise these brands out there that have been built up and perhaps want to pay good money for them as well. So that may be a decent revenue stream for smaller businesses as well. So you've got the opportunity now to produce content that offers great value for your potential customers, build up your own brand, build up your personal profile in the industry, and perhaps even sell that if that's what you want to do in the future. So that will be very interesting. There's so many incredible things happening with audio broadcasts, um, with podcasting, of course, is part of audio audio broadcasts, but it's not everything. Some people just just play audio online. Some people... Um, do the true podcasting um, listening experience, and that is um, subscribing to an RSS feed and downloading automatically to their phone. But most people end up playing it online. And of course, don't forget about video as well. So that's why I'm going to do a lot more video moving forward into 2015. Because some people, even though it's just a head-in-head situation, if you're interviewing someone, you're having a discussion... They like to see you, your, your reaction to something. They're not necessarily going to be watching the whole video um, if it's an interview, but they'll be listening to it as well. So they'll perhaps have multiple screens in front of them, multiple wind- windows certainly open on their computer, and they'll have the, the YouTube video on there. And every so often, they'll look up and, and see your reaction to something and relate to you a little bit better because of it there as well. So that's something to, to look out there in uh, 2015 and moving forward. And of course, in relation to starting your own show, I am thinking of offering a training product, you know, building a few, a whole set of videos to actually uh, demonstrate how I've gone about setting up digitalmarketingradio.com and how I'm going to do um, the videos and promoting everything and um, structuring a show, getting interviews. Um, And in fact, uh, at the moment... While I'm just deciding whether or not I'm going to do that, um, I've got a questionnaire available on the website 
startyourownshow.com. So if you wouldn't mind just taking two minutes of your time to fill in that questionnaire, telling me a little bit more about you and the kind of things that you may want to see or listen to in a program like that, um, I'd, I'd really, really appreciate um, that, um, th- that two minutes of your time. So if, if you do that, that would be much appreciated. So startyourownshow.com is the website address for that. And of course, um, moving forward, live shows, lots happening. So please make sure you're subscribed to the digitalmarketingradio.com email list. So just go to digitalmarketingradio.com. You'll see different opt-ins there. So if you opt in there, um, I will make sure that you are informed as things progress over the coming few months. So dear listener, thank you so much for getting to the end of this podcast. And in fact, listening to lots of other podcasts. If you haven't listened to um, all the previous podcasts I've done, you know, I'd, I'd certainly recommend that you check, check, check out a few of the interviews. Um, if you go to digitalmarketingradio.com slash podcast, um, you'll see the 80 interviews that I've published so far on lots of different topics in relation in related to digital marketing. So it's from um, website structure, website performance, SEO, pay-per-click marketing, PR, um, social media strategies, content marketing, inbound marketing, just about any topic in relation to digital marketing that you can imagine you'll find there so that's um the uh, podcast button at the top of digitalmarketingradio.com so if you're listening to this prior to christmas have a great christmas and of course um have a wonderful new year Uh, i'm sure that um 2015 is going to be a great year we'll speak soon digital marketing radio